Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is my brother, Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro Ruiz, creative tech here at Adafruit. And every week, we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. Yes, yes, that's right. This is a show where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello, everybody hanging out. We are streaming live on all the channels. This is episode 428. It is uh, January 24th, 2024. We're hanging out in the Adafruit Discord server. If you'd like to join us during the show, you can drop in a comment, a GIF, a, GIF, a meme, a meme. All those are good. The URL link to the Discord server is discord.gg slash Adafruit. And we will be there throughout the whole show. This week, we have a new project. We have some prototyping. We have community makes and a time-lapse Tuesday. All that and more on, you guessed it, 3D Hangouts. Woo. Hangouts. Hangouts. We'll take a couple of moments to let folks uh, come into all the different channels. We're hanging out in Facebook, LinkedIn, I think, YouTube, Twitch, Twix. Twix, formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> Giving a shout out to Jim, Hendr Jim Hendrickson. Hello, Vince Fark, Dewester, Squid at JPEG, Andy Calloway. Hello in the Discord chat room. I was hanging out in the YouTube chat. Good morning, Con McCarter. Yeah, Connor McCarter. Which, uh, let's see, Facebook just loaded up. I should probably load up in, uh, LinkedIn as well, huh? <laughs> yeah, LinkedIn. I don't know if they have chats going on, but we're streaming there. So it's with uh, StreamYard is what we use. If anybody wants oh, to know. Oh, I forgot to do the Instagram one, too. Ah. Oh, Instagram. Yeah, you need the uh, direct access to that one. But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and start off with our housekeeping. Got some bills to pay, as we do. It's almost uh, the end of the month here. Let's check in on adafruit.com slash free and take a look at all the different tiers for folks that spend certain amount of money with Adafruit, you're going to get a free product automatically added to your checkout cart. If your order is $99 or more, you'll get a free PCB coaster with a golden Adafruit logo. If your order is $149 or more, you'll get the PCB coaster plus an Adafruit KB2040. It's that lovely keyboard, keyboard driver using the RP2040 chip, Stemma QT port, and all of the GPIO you could ever want. If your order is $199 or more, you'll get the PCB coaster, the KB2040, and free UPS ground shipping for continental US only. And if your order is $2.99 or more, you'll get the free shipping, the KB2040, the PCB coaster, and a Circuit Playground Express. You can get them all. All How many freebies can you get? All of them. So uh, that's uh, the deals. And it's at adafruit.com slash free. Again, these are free. Or these are automatically added to your card. They're not free, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm or they are free when you spend a certain amount of money. On top of that, we have a 10% discount code this week. The code is SHUTTER. And we'll see why once we get to the new project section, which is up next. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's project, which is, you've already mentioned it, this little remote shutter button that connects to the Manto. So we have this little analog button that triggers the shutter button. And the main reason is, so when you're holding your camera, 
Uh, you can have a tendency to push down and it will, you know, cause some movement in the camera. So to eliminate that or mitigate that, we have the shutter button externally being um, activated or triggered away from it to uh, minimize on that. And one of the most um, spots you'll see that is when you have like a lower light levels, uh, your shutter speed will go down to compensate mm -hmm. for that, to try to gather in more light. And when that happens, uh, you're definitely going to get lo a lot of shake. So this connects to the uh, A0 port. We have a couple of ports exposed now. On yeah. The base. Oh, hold on. Do something. Ah. <clears throat> so it just plugs in like that. And we also exposed the other uh, A1 port. Uh, mm -hmm. So if you like wanted a power, I guess, if you wanted to have this button be eliminated, you could definitely do that as well. And then for like, if you want to attach another sensor or something, we have the um, the four pin Stemma port in there for that. So you have like a, I don't know, like a temperature or like a vibration sensor or something else attached to there. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so what we're doing here is modifying the three pin uh, little cable here. And we have just the, um, the signal in the ground going in there that's triggering it. And inside the case, I get my little spudger tool here, open that up, take a look at the simplicity of this momentary or this uh, tactile push button that we have on here. So it is this little, uh, the three pin port on here on the PCB. And we have a little mounting holes on there. That's pretty much it. It's just a uh, button that makes contact. And because uh, this is just you know a button making contact. We can actually make something even simpler. They... Yeah, Lamar wanted something that was uh, easily to construct with just a piece of cardboard and some tin foil. Since this is all the button really is, it's just mm -hmm. uh, making contact with the um, the two the ground and the the signal there. So when you push down on it, it acts as another trigger button. So go ahead and demonstrate that by plugging this in. And again, we just modified uh, three pin uh, JST and I attached it to my new favorite um, type of wire. Um, this is, I think it's supposed to be for like USB cables, but this is uh, a three pin version of it. Uh, it has three wires on it that you're able to have all nicely bundled up and then just solder to these alligator clip ones that will bite down on this mm -hmm. copper tape. Back up here, you can see it's the, the trace that it's making. And um, all I did here was just fold it and score this little piece of cardboard mm -hmm. to uh, when you push down on it, it'll trigger it. So let me just go ahead and plug that in and demonstrate that. So if you want to make like a, I don't know, like a, not a booby trap, but say like um, if you wanted to like to catch your animal in the act of like jumping on the bed, you could definitely utilize something like this where it would be down where the animal would step down on and mm -hmm. when you push down on it. Can hear that it's snapped yep and then i'll get you a visual of that so <laughs> let's go little down. Snap. and uh the focusing works as well so if you push and hold down you can see that it also focuses and then one more time it'll do the snap wow. <laughs> so it maintains its focusing ability if you uh, hold down or if it yeah uh, sees that you're pushing down on it the, the debouncing library is mm -hmm. handling that and then uh, it'd be cool to have like access to all the other buttons. But John actually made a really cool wireless one that has uh, 
controls to not only the focusing and like the colors and all the resolutions and the modes, but like the uh, color for the LED uh, ring as well. So yes. if you want to have like a even more control and have it be wireless. Uh, definitely come uh, check that guide coming out uh, a little bit later. Yep. I, I, I think this will be the external remote is, is essential when you're doing a time lapse because we do have that yeah. ability to do time lapses with the onion skinning feature mm -hmm. on the fancy camera app. Um, so doing something like that um, really needs something that's in your hand because if you're using like an iPad and you got to like, you know, the glass, you don't have any tactile feedback when you're doing a soft button. So that's this is true. the type of thing where it's like, I think time lapse is like the best kind of the thing to do. And the motion um, time lapses. So if you're doing like stop motion, like with clay or something, and you want to control each time that uh, the shutter is taken without having another battery like your phone, um, yeah. the viewfinder for that, which is kind of what we use for our, um, when we're shooting video. Even oh, yeah. I noticed that we need like two phones for that because the other phone is always constantly getting notifications or a phone call. So uh, it's definitely nice to have something that is not going to distract you or that has multiple uses for it. Oh, I should have showed you the case for that as yeah. well. This is a, uh, so I have the, um, the Stemma Wired Tactile yeah. Push Button Pack of five uh, product page open here. And just to show that uh, one of the reasons why we picked this button is because it's so easy to wire. It's got the built-in JST connector and it comes with the wires too. And it comes in a pack of five with these little button caps uh, pre-installed and you can change the colors out if you want. Um, but they have mounting holes and it's a How PCB. Did... And so this is, um, <laughs> so this is one that you had already cut. How did you cut this one? Did you just snap it? Like, I believe I just snapped them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have a score on them, I believe. Oh, okay. And you can just snap them um, with a little bit of firm force. You can snap them. Uh, I, I thought you took them the... Yeah, I thought you like cut no. them with the. Uh... <laughs> I have them here somewhere. I must have put them away in a. Wait. Here they are. I still have them. So here's what the pack looks like. Let me go to. I gotta flip flop around here. I should have used the blue one. I like that. Uh... Color. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So they come in a pack of five. They come in this pack, and you get all the buttons or oh, all the. Cable. It comes with the wire. Oh, ah. oh yeah, that's essential because. Yeah. So I was going through my parts, and I was like, "Where did these other cables come from?" Oh, really? Now I know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, they're already scored. So I'm gonna I'm gonna snap one off right here. And they oh, just wow, snap off easy. easy, easy peasy. Wow. Um, maybe be careful with the little. I don't even see any dust, so yeah, that's we're good there because it is fiberglass. Be careful, folks. Uh, but the button caps are removable; um, they can come off um, with a little bit of force. And you can 3D print your own, but these are nice because they're injection molded mm -hmm. and uh, they're already colored. And you just pop it back in. I think like that, or maybe they're keyed in a way. I think they are. There you go, and they're very clicky. Um, yeah, but this is the main deal here is to have a connector on there so you don't have to do any wiring. They're already yeah. surface mounted, soldered for you. Mm -hmm. They're ready to go. They really are. All you got to do is uh, fashion a way to um, mm -hmm. to uh, plug it in. So I guess you could use two of them because you do need um, another uh, plug connector on it to connect to the uh, to the JST connector. So I mean, you got you know you do need a little bit of soldering. Yeah, um, we you got to have, have the a other cable that has uh, both ends with the uh, three-pin JST, but I think those are like small. So exactly, they're short. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this was measured to what I needed it to be. 
and I'm using just the um, sh uh, heat shrink tubing on here just to keep the wires nice and bundled because when you do sacrifice that center one, it is going to you know sort of uh, split on itself. Yeah. This the one is, oh, wait, yeah, this what's is the, the drop down? We have a drop down for lengths, or is it smaller than 100? Yeah, they're just the different variations of it. So yeah, like the alligator clip version. Yeah, for those long wires, like for the stomp button, you definitely recommend getting a Yeah, roll. you want to get a roll. Yeah, so I have two different versions. I have one that has the four wires, and this one has three. That's because I liked it so much. I think I used it on the Tombstone project. Or, yeah, that's right. For the Do bird. Roll, like a foot stomp thing. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's always switch, We have plenty of step switches. You could easily convert those yeah, into, yeah. Uh, into a... Uh, Memento shutter button. Exactly. Uh, Liz worked on one, a uh, 3D printed one. You can check out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. She has one with like some springs, I think. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All sorts of ways. Yeah. So take a look at the case. Super simple. It just has the little nubs on there to align the PCB. That. Little nubs on there aligns the PCB. You see the little parts on there for the snap fit lid. Goes in there like that, just align it, and you have a little cutout for the wires. The little um, lid has the snap uh, fit parts on the other side, and then some alignments on top and the bottom for the um, for the wire. And then this just goes over the button, so you don't even have to take the button off. Get that in there. Let's show. Oops. And then it just snaps in like this. Okay. Yay, very nice. And of course, I had to go with the translucent. <laughs> Always going with the translucent on the. Yeah, it matches the camera, which is very nice. <laughs> As you can see through. Uh, really, um, why I started using it was so I could visualize where the components are. Like, oh no, am I squishing anything? Mm -hmm. Anything getting in the way? Yep. This is just the uh, purple translucent from Ulti Machine. Yeah. I think they're still the only ones who make this uh, transition. Really? Oh, yeah. hmm. yeah, I tried looking for it. Huh. Yeah, it's a very nice yeah. kind of plum. Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, um, you will need to get the updated case uh, to get the ports yes. that are on there, or the exposed ports. Yep. And the um, the front case is still the same. It'll work with this, the little bear one, or the uh, kitty cat one that you made. Very nice. And yeah, let's go ahead and jump into the guide. OK, you got it loaded there. I think. Let's see. What's that? You got it loaded, the learn guide? Yes. Okay. Get out of full you can, screen. You can drive. Can't see anything while I'm in full screen. And I switching tabs. All right, let's go ahead and check out the guide for this. That's a little breakdown of everything we just talked about. It's uh, for minimizing camera shake uh, for remote shooting. The uh, button still allows you to do your focus when you're capturing. Just hold down on it. It'll do the focus function. And then you can push again to do the capture. Build the stop button the exact same way as the button. Just got to have the wire, the longer wires using the copper taper, copper tape to create the trace. And it's plugged in the exact same way. A uh, little bit of code that Liz wrote up for having a zero being the trigger. Uh, oh, the actual trigger built-in one still works as well. So you don't lose functionality to that. You can read the uh, the guides for all the prerequisites on that in the code. Uh, same amount of parts for the uh, Memento, the um, tripod 3 8 to quarter 20 screw. 
the uh, SD card and the 420 milliamp hour battery. Uh, the um, I didn't realize like you were showing that the kit actually comes with all the wires you need. So yep. <laughs> the only additional one you might need is going to be the alligator clip one if mm -hmm. you want to uh, build the stomp button and yep. the copper tape as well. Yeah, uh, we have a couple uh, different thickness um, uh, widths for the copper tape. Oh yeah, um, if you can yeah. choose. They have adhesive, yeah. right? And it's conductive, it's so that's yes. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the the Chibitronics. I think that you sent Gavin that has the tape, right? Oh no, the adhesive is not uh, conductive. So wow, <laughs> you had to like bend it. I know, right? I thought it was, oh, but every no. time I tried making a trace with it, it didn't work. And I'm like, uh, what's going on here? Until I like bent it or like folded the tape so it's on the top, and that worked. So I'm like, oh, oh no, they got they didn't use yeah conductive, conductive adhesive is very oh geez very nice. <laughs> Take it for granted. Yeah. So I got okay. some parts there. Um, all the parts we talked about. Mm -hmm. uh, USB cable too, if you need to charge. And it fits a little four-year-old's hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. Moving on to Circuit Python. I think this is a mirror of the page for oh, yeah. Memento. Yeah. So if you want to uh, get that code over, flash it to uh, if it still has like if it comes with Arduino, you definitely want to get Circuit Python installed on there. Mm -hmm. And then the code. Uh, section for this, Liz wrote up, and you can see here the uh, function for uh, having the, the uh, A1 act as the shutter. Yeah, A0, but you can change it to A1. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Circuit diagram, super easy. It's just plugging in. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's using the, uh, the signal and the ground, but not the voltage. Yeah. Uh, for the printing part, uh, no supports for any of this. Just prints mm -hmm. uh, the separate pieces. Um, yes, uh, so you can get the uh, uh, step file for the shutter and the momentum uh, case that has the cutouts for the ports, and then the uh, or you can just download all the STL separately, like so. Yep. All right, moving on to assembly of it. So we're showing off how to build both button types here. We'll start off with the remote case. And uh, as we said, it's just two J three pin JSTs soldered together to create the link that you're going to need for that. Uh, camera case with the memento is installed in the exact same way as the previous one. Just align all your ports and your cutouts. Uh, the tactile button showed live there so easy. It just goes over the, uh, the nubs for the standoffs on the PCB. The case goes right on top. Just align the holes together to snap fit. And then the screw is uh, inserted on the bottom here. We are going to need some, um, what is it, the M3, no, M2.5 by five millimeter, five millimeter long screws to attach the um, little tripod portion here. That's the only bit you'll need for that. And then uh, just showing how the traces look for building a cardboard stop button there. That's pretty simple. That's pretty much it. Super simple little way to trigger uh, your camera. Yeah. Yep. And um, if you want more of a wireless one, uh, JP is his guide is in moderation um, yeah, yeah. using TouchOSC or yes. OSC, um, which really simplifies a lot of things. Using your cell phone as a camera remote trigger. Because somebody mm -hmm. in the comments was asking, what about a wireless remote? Oh, that I see. Will yeah. be 
in that's coming really, probably tomorrow or later today we'll have yeah probably later today time. yeah but uh, if you want something tactical in in your butt in your hand um mm -hmm. this is this is a good way to do it and it's yeah, a very very customizable as you can yeah, use all yeah. Sorts of different buttons switches arcade button yeah um whatever <laughs> cool if you want the button model of this, I have a part yeah. 3D model on GitHub. If you want to get that, if you want to use it in a different case or something, um, I'd model this because um, we don't have the PCB uh, in, in Eagle CAD. So here's a nice drawing of it and a nice model of it with the mounting holes and everything. So you can check that out on our GitHub repository of Adafruit CAD parts. And that is this week's guide, project guide. If you want to pick up any of the parts we talked about, you can get 10% off your total order using the coupon code SHUTTER. All right. Anything we got? Some Discord chatter. Good morning, DJ Devin. Good morning. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. The onion skin uh, feature in Memento is pretty cool. Yeah, it's very fun. Yeah, I'm going to try out some some DIY time-lapse stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I got to print the case. <laughs> I get the switch. Andy Calloway saying it could be good for photographing lightning. Yeah. Oh, wow. Maybe that's one of the sensors I could uh, attach to it to get it triggered. Like, as soon as it sees, like, the, um, yeah, what is it? The, the Lux... Like as soon as it oh, sees the value, the flash, yeah. yeah, the mm -hmm. value of the, the flash going in, huh? Take photos. <laughs> wow, that's a good idea. Yeah, there'll definitely be more different, unique ways to trigger the shutter mm -hmm. forward coming soon in the yeah. works. All right, that is the project. Next up, we're still on that. Yeah, I mean, with sound, it has a microphone built in and it has the accelerometer, yeah, like so <laughs> there is more than one way to trigger. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's What Are We Prototyping? Yeah, this week we are prototyping a collab project with Brent, who is uh, the head of uh, IoT, uh, Adafruit IO. So Brent wanted to create his own DIY IoT doorbell project. Uh, so uh, we're, we're collaborating. I, I designed a case that has the Memento inside mm -hmm. and an arcade button. Um, it's got a built-in switch and access to the USB port. It also has a little tripod screw, and I have it here in my little tripod thing. But the idea is to make kind of your DIY IoT doorbell, video, not video doorbell, but when you uh, press the arcade button, let's see if we can do it. It uh, takes a picture and it sends it through uh, Adafruit IO and it displays it on a dashboard or your feeds. So let's see if it showed up. I have a Adafruit IO dashboard set up here, over here, and here is what the image looks like. It is, <laughs> it is uh, <laughs> a kind of a crooked image, but you get the idea. Let me see if I can do a, a selfie here. And it may take a little bit to send to Adafruit IO because we are streaming, and you know my internet's not the best, but. Let's see if it updates in a minute or two. And, and we're still prototyping it. Um, I think uh, Brent's going to do some, maybe some updates to it. And did yours work? 
we're sharing the same feed, so uh, it's kind of funny. We're sharing the same account, so you might see Pedro's. Um, but yeah, that's the gist of it. Um, while Adafruit.io loads it or not, let's take a look at um, the case, I suppose. We can take a look at the case. Um, so I designed this up uh, last Thursday, and we wanted to go with a, uh, the ring doorbell kind of uh, enclosure design. Uh, the challenge with this one was uh, this arcade button is, uh, you know, it's kind of kind of tall. So I ended up going this route where I have like a sleeve um, that kind of protrudes out, which kind of works really well. It keeps the case uh, relatively thin. Um, and then you have an actuated, you know, a, a button here, which is kind of nice. Um, I have a, a, a kind of an interesting cutout for the USB-C port. So that's this like little notch that comes out because you have super rounded edges here. Nice flat backing here so you can mount this uh, with some foam tape or command strip uh, to the wall or wherever you want to mount it. And then what I'm kind of testing out something new here is this built-in print-and-place slide switch actuator. So here you can see, um, you know, we've done this sort of thing before where we have like a little separate piece that we print and then you pop it in and then there's like a lip so it don't fall out, but it can still fall in uh, when you take it out. So what I did is I ended up coming up with this little v groove that's built into the uh into the little actuator here so it actually can't fall out and it, and it has a nice amount of clearance between the edges so that it can only go left and right and then it can't fall out because of the v groove and then it's printed flat here and then there's a little nub here i might change this out um so that it's a little bit easier with these little nubs instead of having like a, a square hole here um for mm -hmm. the uh the switch here it has very small kind of uh, a little nub here. So I think having two knobs here will be better than having a hole. But this is a proof of concept. It works. It works pretty well. Um, and it just kind of fits on top. Snaps in. And make sure it clicks in there. And then you can kind of see when the, uh, when the green light shows up, if I have it in there. There we go. So I'll turn it on. And you can see the green LED turn on there. I do want to add an I and an O label so you know where if it's on and off because um, they can do like a nice little engraving here on the first layer. Uh, so that was kind of cool. I haven't done that yet. And then, of course, there's like this little uh, kind of uh, embossed feature here that kind of makes it look like a webcam, I guess, with these little fins and this nice, uh, you know, indent. Mm -hmm. so kind of neat. Um, the bottom here has a nice uh, uh, threaded screw that prints in place and then the thread rather just a printed place thread. And then you can add the, uh, the tripod screw here if you want to mount it to a tripod, which helps out for photography. I'm happy with the case. This, uh, snap fits open. You can see here, I'm using the, uh, the JST three pin JST to power the led and, uh, the switch. You got your battery in there and just two mounting holes for the PCB bracket. Um, so pretty simple. Snap fit, no support required case. Let's see if we can get another photo. And um, I updated the chime um, to be a little bit more high pitch because the one right now is kind of low. And uh, the LED goes back on. And hey, that time it worked. You can see the camera overhead there. <laughs> Not much to look at, but I was trying to concept. show mine, but yours came up pretty quick. Mine came first. <laughs> I had one of the cat yeah. the, other, the other time. There you go. Well, the button's a little easy to push. 
Yeah, the button's easy to press. Oh, wow, that was fast. Yeah, it was a lot faster, yeah. Wow. It just depends if, like, no feeds are coming. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ask Grant, like, what, what, sometimes it's... I, I think it needs, like, a try and accept in the code, too, because oh. uh, sometimes, like, requests will get overloaded. And get the better light quality. Um, so, yeah, it, it, again, we're prototyping it. It's our... I think this might be the first time we're using an image. There you go. It looks really oh, wow. good. Yeah. Dang, that's fast. Yeah, it goes fast. Um, and you know the pie the the pie camera library has like built in things like chime, so you can like add your own frequency to make a different chime if you want, mm. or maybe use uh, synth IO and, and use a oh. Cedar Groves chime huh. um, library to get some real nice chimes going. Say so just use the ring doorbell one, <laughs> just swipe it. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> wave file. Yeah, you can do that too. So that is the that's what prototyping. It's a nice collab project with Brent because he's doing uh, Adafruit so IO. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool to, to see image capture uh, working in Adafruit IO. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's a fun case. You got a yeah, nice color so cool. on there with the purple. I was going to say, uh, get like the art deco feel with this. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, I really like the USB-C cutout. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Notch. It's kind of mm -hmm. cool. It's notched out. Notch, notch, notch. All right. What do folks cool. say on Discord? Maybe we got some ideas. Case looks slick. Thank you very much, Squid. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I'm not sure if we can scroll through older images. Um, I'm going to ask Brant if we can do that. But um, there is yeah. an ability to have history yeah, in, yeah. Your, uh, in your Adafruit IO feed. So that might be cool. Mm -hmm. I say we have. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Tyeth has a good quote here. Uh, he said, well, don't quote him, but. Oh, yes. um, the, the red bar on the top of the uh, means that the tab isn't or wasn't receiving data. So you might need to refresh. Okay, that I think that is true. The print quality is drill worthy. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, the, the just standard print settings um, for, for this one. It's I'm using the Krill T S1 Plus. Pedro using the Krill T CR10S Pro. We were big fans of the Krill T printers. Yeah, Brent is also working on a weatherproofed outdoor, what is it, like an animal wildlife camera project? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's using one of the uh, injection molded weatherproof enclosures for his project, just because it has all the gaskets and stuff. He is working on that. Yeah, I'm, I live in apartments, so this probably work well, but not so much for an exterior of the house. Yep, because of the weather. Again, it's a proof of concept, maybe mm -hmm. something for an office setting. It might make more sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be worried if somebody stole mine. Yeah. Oh, that looks cool. Although, I like if that. they stole it, well, actually, it wouldn't it wouldn't connect to their Wi-Fi. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, maybe it's good for an office setting where you know you're with your colleagues or something. And um, the other part of it I didn't mention is that mm -hmm. there's SMS capability, and email notifications with Adafruit IO, so you can get a text when the uh, doorbell has been rung. So that'd be cool. 15 millimeters thick, yeah. He made, uh, so DJ Devin is sharing his uh, cover for the ring doorbell. It's nice. So you'll need a hammer to break. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, cool. 
yes, the KCAP. Having history yeah. feed means uh, the feed values are limited to a much smaller no, size. So having no history means up to 100 kilobyte images. Oh, mm. okay. All right. That's limited. Okay. Mm. Good to know. All right. So that is what we are working on. Not next week, but the week after. We'll, yes. we'll be able to uh, have a nice learn guide and video out. And hopefully we'll have all the kinks worked out. Maybe a updated case where I have some labels on here and those nubs I was talking about. Because I did have to like line it up perfect. If you noticed over the overhead, I had to line up the switch just right. And you do want to be careful not to break your switch, right? Yeah. We've had that happen with older boards. Yeah. So be careful. That's why yeah. we're prototyping. Yeah. Cool. So be on the lookout for this. Um, I think it might be cool to do a layer by layer on the switch because as mm -hmm. it grew, that might be kind of cool to cover. Maybe this little feature too, which is using the emboss feature, but you could manually model that too. Mm -hmm. If you want a model of the Memento, we have it up on the product learn guide as well. So you can get a 3D model of that as well. And the uh, open source Eagle file. If you want to manufacture your own. I didn't post any links. Yeah, me neither. I've been in the zone here. It's nice not to post things. Let's see. Here is the GitHub. I'm talking about all the CAD stuff right there. The fritzing. There is a fritz for Thank it you. as well. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. And of course, the guy in the video. All that. Yep. Uh, question on the YouTubes. 19-year-old wants to become an electrical oh. engineer. How do I take admission? Oh, I went to school for 3D animation. <laughs> mm. uh, Noah, you went to school for like design. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, How did we end up here? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We <can> <laughs> I would I would save this question for tonight on Ask an Engineer, where Lamar, Lady Ada, yes, a real MIT graduate, uh, mm -hmm. electrical engineer, she she could definitely. Give you some tips and pointers on her story, we, and we just fell into this. I don't, I don't advice, know. yeah. Sorry, yeah. That's I can give you information on doing three D animation and motion graphics and video production and web design and yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we can't. <laughs> Good advice. I know the only reason we could do this is because of the three D animation. <laughs> yes, and uh, photography, photography, the marketing, and all that. Yes. All right. Um, are we ready for a time lapse? Yeah. yeah. This week, every week, we do a time lapse at uh, the design from the community. And this week, we have a little bit of a novel utensil. Yeah. So, of course, it's got to happen to everybody where all of your tongs are dirty in the dishwasher and you're like, yeah. crap. <laughs> grab two spoons and I saw this um, print come up and I was like, whoa, this is exactly what I need right now. Um, it was so, uh, what's it called? Um, so relatable when this, when I saw this pop up in the feed and all it does is just hold two spoons. So pop this guy out. Um, it has a nice little groove in here. With a, yeah. With so does it, from a design standpoint, is it designed for a specific size of spoon handle or it doesn't I think matter? A variety of spoons will fit just because of the way this is tapered. Okay. So if you have a bigger spoon, you know, it's going to stop more higher up than if it's a smaller spoon. So you can push that in further down in there and it's going to grab on. Yeah. Like the That's size of it. 
handle a, a varied design because yeah, especially the way there are so many different spoons, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, like a size fits all in a way. That's interesting. Yeah, I like how it avoids the uh, you know using three D printed parts for food because it's touching yeah. the utensil. The utensil is actually smart. touching yep. the food. So mm -hmm. Yeah, like it slides in there like that. There you go. Of course, you, know, you could put like a fork on the other side. But yeah, I, yeah. the snap, I, I'm using it for... No, I would not put this in the dishwasher. <laughs> no, not the handle. No, um, not the handle. No, the thing that's getting dirty is just the spoon. Just, yeah, your food safe steel. So mm -hmm. that's good. Yeah, so I'm just grabbing, you know, salad yeah. or my kiss, I, like cheese, just <laughs> sprinkled it over. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is uh, not going to go in the food. Right. So this is a design that's for free on printables.com and it was designed by Hydro Tactic. And he calls it the Tongs Now, just in time for holiday party sharing. So here's a couple photos of it in action. And uh so a nice kind of gif. It says oh, instant yeah. tongs, anytime, any cutlery combo. And I, you know, I haven't really seen an uh, an adaptable tong thing like this before but then again i'm not really going out there to i to wasn't looking for this kitchen tree supports are highly recommended did you use support i use no supports because i didn't know oh, <laughs> and you can see that it you know it, it, it was prints like that did okay job <laughs> yeah somebody commented too that the tree supports would have been fine okay oh i see there's some overhang for oh, that, yeah, there's a um, bunch that yeah. cavity there, and of mm -hmm. course, over here, too. Yeah, but wow, it's a testament to try out your design with no supports and see how mm -hmm. it comes out. No, it, sometimes it you'll be surprised. <laughs> Very cool. All right, and you yeah, are actually that's using exactly what happened. Uh, DJ Devin never have enough too many tongs for making like tacos, always have two <laughs> oh, fried shells. Yeah, yeah, so you can exactly what happened. Yeah, we're both in the dishwasher. Like, oh man. It's funny. Or you can use it for chopsticks. Modify the design. I'm going to sneeze oh, for a second. Yeah. All right. <laughs> cool. That is uh, the time lapse. Um, yes, I didn't run the video, so let's let's go ahead and take a look. Oh, at yeah, the video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got it here. Can't see any of the controls when I'm in full screen. Yeah. What's cool is you can pick any color. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can oh, see wow. all the overhang. You can really see the overhang. Wow. So much, yeah, maybe yeah. use some supports. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless you want to clean it up. I guess you can always clean it up. It cleaned up pretty good. Okay. Yeah, you can see there. Yeah, I you just can see. chop it off. It works. <laughs> That's fun. No waste here. <laughs> yeah. And I like your spoon. Hey. Very Mickey Mouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you chop it off before any bits fall into your food. That's the only way. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sounds good. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's just regular PLA, no like pet G. Special, yeah. Uh, definitely, you should probably use pet G. Mm -hmm. I always find pet G hard to print because you're gonna print hotter. Yeah, you gotta print a little it's bit tricky. slower, is all. You gotta, you gotta like bake the film. You gotta dry the filament out before you use it or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, great time lapse. Good test of uh, no supports. <laughs> oh yeah, super useful for yeah. cooking too. Yeah, and we have the link in the. Uh, in the Discord, let me drop the link for that, folks. There you go. Got the link. Should show up there. Instant tongs. All right. Let's move on. 
Who needs tongs, Cookie Monster? All <laughs> uh. oh, right. Next up is Community Makes. These were uh, makes that were sent to us this week. Folks are printing some fun stuff. Let's take a look. First up, Snowbirds. I'm up here in New England, in the Northeast, or the Northeast. And we got a lot of snow. It snowed last night. And I did this last two weeks ago or something. And like four, three, four people posted up their makes <laughs> of their snowbirds. Uh, first one up is from KG08858. They said they printed it up here with snow and also a snow duck and split the model into parts and assigned different extruders with some old PLA. Anyway, uh, this one, one of the wiper towers fell off. Oh, print is still usable. Did a test for some snow outside. Oh, wow. So here's a dual extruder version of it. Oh. A little messy there because the tower came off. Yeah, you just clean it up. Yeah, that's, I guess it's the Prusa XL. Huh. It's a new printer. And there you can see some of the now. You know, I, I, I'm i new to snow because it's my first year seeing real snow. And uh, I noticed there's different types of snow. And mm -hmm. if you are a person that grew up with snow, you know the different types of snow. And um, it, it's like in the middle of like wet snow and dry snow that makes good molds but you already know that uh we have another let me show all because basically these are all the community makes this one was printed by frederick frederick uh, printed there they said it was a fun little print and the hinges worked right off the print 0.285 layer height 0.28 wow. layer height uh it would have been better with 0.2 or less because of the bird mm -hmm. it's easier to remove from the mold maybe not <laughs> i'm not a snowbird scientist and here's a nice photo of the bird look at the tail it came out really well wow. beak very wow. very cool there's a little bit of the snow in the mold still. Uh, but yeah, I've never made a snow mold before. And uh, I think I talked about last week or the week before. This is the IoT bird project and just mm -hmm. repurposed to make it a, a two-part mold that uh, that has built-in hinges that are printed in place. One from Joe R. Nice print, quite fast and good quality. It's printed in this red filament. Looks good. And then the uh first print was from a stranded org yeah stranded org and they said it was a fast and easy print with a 0.6 nozzle 0.3 oh, wow. layers hinges work well that's good to know when your hinges work with a 0.6 nozzle yeah. that means it's good oh, sorry about that i didn't get a chance to test it out because the snow here is uh, ephemeral uh, we have a uh, piles of ice now yeah i that oh. was us last week um but here it is printed looking really nice in that 0.6 nozzle in that 0.3 layer height. There's some yeah. snow, but it is ice. <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah. Cool. So uh, it seemed to have a popular uh, snow print. Uh, yeah. Pedro, who's down Every in South Florida. You're going to have oh, to yeah, I know. <laughs> some wet sand. sand. Yeah, the sand did not work. It wasn't wet enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that happens with the snow here, too. Very cool. All right. And then after that, a uh, practical... <laughs> Uh, print. This is a remix posted up by Jay. Last, it's a remix of our Raspberry Pi Zero case with some spot for a Stemma breakout sensor. This one's the BME 680 from the looks of it in the picture. You got a little hole there for USB power for the Pi Zero. And there's a quick connector here from, I think, SparkFront. Looks really nice with the Stemma QT cable. Very nice. Very practical. There's some additional. Oh, those are printed standoffs. That's clever. And this prints without any supports, I believe. And there you go. That is uh, all the 
makes that were sent to us this week. Thank you, everybody, wow. for sending your makes. The twisting of that uh, stemma cable. Yeah, that's, that's very nice. Yeah. I suppose that helps with the... Uh, I don't know. What does twisting the cable do? It just keeps it bundled, or is there electrical properties that it helps with? Somebody more knowledgeable than me might know. <laughs> that is the makes, the community makes. Awesome. All right. I got a comment from DJ Devin. Like your print place hinges. Thank you. I use my SD card box with the hinges all the time. It still works great. Very nice. BME mm. 680 can be pretty far off with the adjustment code. The BM 280 is much more accurate in this version. I of the box. have noticed that. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you use it too for your plants, right? Yeah, I already know what the offset for it is. Yeah, <laughs> like PLA is not dishwasher safe. No, it's not. might warp. Yeah, no, it is not. That's why this design is kind of good. Not for yeah. Don't don't throw it in the dishwasher. Yeah, this Just, is not uh, for dishwasher. Wash your utensils for holding the utensils. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought those too. Squid.jpg is asking. I'm assuming the twisting helps reduce. That's what your I thought. That's noise. why I never twist them. I always do the um, helps reduce the interface. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. I've seen JP do a lot of twist stuff before. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, he has a whole dive where he puts it to the um, drill and. Oh, and it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, if you run into that, that's uh, I guess a, a pro tip. Cool. All right, folks. I think we have covered all the segments. I think that's it. Yeah, I'll go ahead and promote the uh, coupon code if you want to pick up anything today. We'll also have one tonight on Ask an Engineer. And then another one tomorrow with JP's workshop. Let's take a snapshot. There you go. Let's see how fast it'll go. Or slow. We'll see. <laughs> switch over. There it goes. There it goes. Yeah. yeah. It's Pretty damn fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now it is. Cool. Oh, sorry, I removed the wrong, the wrong thing. All right, folks. Tonight we invite you to come on show and tell. Hosted by, I believe Melissa will be hosting tonight. If not, Lady Ada and Mr. Lady Ada will be hosting. It starts at 7:30 p.m. Eastern time. And then shortly after we'll be asking engineer at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, you can come on the Adafruit Discord server to get the invite code, the StreamYard link, to join in and share your projects. Anything is good. All right, I think I'm checking all my stuff. Everybody saying goodbye. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for hanging in live and folks that are watching on the archive. Yep, we have some more links um, if you want to check out. Any other cool stuff from folks in the community? Check out the Adafruit Discord server. We'll see you folks tonight. I think I'm going to come on and show off my last week. Was this last week or two weeks ago? I can't even remember. Last week, yes. Yeah, this was last week's fun project. I'll come on and share that with uh, Melissa and or company. Mm -hmm. It's a nice little NeoPixel rotary thing. <laughs> Fidget yep. project. Show off the um, Yeah, maybe we'll both be on, yeah. Well, thank you everybody so much. We'll, we'll probably hang out um, and see you on the show and tell. If not, we'll be back next week with some more prototype projects. We're going to push back the uh, the doorbell for another week. 
Um, but I have some other components in hand that I'm going to do some fun projects with. This is a big display. So we're going to show that off. I, yeah. I'm glad you did because I did not realize it was that big. <laughs> it was a big one. It's a 1.2 inch, uh, seven segment display. I know you hear 1.2. It's like, oh, it's an inch. It's you know. no, it looks big, right? It's big. Yeah. <laughs> who, who can guess what I'm going to make with that? <laughs> Probably a clock. It's a clock. <laughs> Those, all the spoilers. All right. Thanks oh, so much. We should update the knuckles, <laughs> the LED knuckles. It's huge knuckle. Huge knuckles. That was a joke project. But uh, it was kind of cool. I don't know. Maybe a wearable clock thing. We should probably do it with the Alpha, no? Do we have an Alpha one that big? No, probably No, not. we don't. We only have a seven segment, so mm -hmm. it's good for now. You know what that means. As soon as the project comes out. We'll have an Alpha. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly because the STEM QT ports are on here. That's why we're kind of refreshing this. Yeah. And we don't really have like a RTC CircuitPython clock. And I kind of want to make a cool retro mid-century modern case for it. Mm -hmm. Some really cool ones from, from Braun. Very nice, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Digital Flava, Flava, Flava Flav. <laughs> Digital Flava Flav. Cool. Now cool. We're out of here, guys. <laughs> yeah, man. I got to use the bathroom. <laughs> we're, we're ending a little early, but it's fine. Uh, we'll see, folks, next week. But until then, remember to make, make a, a great day. Great day. Bye, everybody.